Here occurred the frightening and shocking history of Prince Dracula and the woman he loved. I have crossed oceans of time to find you. Yeah. Dracula. There's a sinister, darker side to him. I find irresistible. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. And, of course, I am Johnny. And it's 2024, and I'm still Randy. Oh, yeah. The New Year's has passed. Uh, we... Oh, it's Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait a minute, that's the wrong one. That's the wrong song. But anyway, we are back with another season of Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. And last season... 2023 was great. We had some amazing episodes. We've gained a lot more followers, so we're hoping 2024 can be even better. It's going to be marvelous. Yes. Is it, though? Hey, man, just think positive. Take one day at a time. One day at a time. So, Randy, how did everything go with Christmas for you, bud? Everything was good. A nice little four-day vacation from work. Yeah. Got to spend time with the family. I got five days, but go ahead. Shut up. It was great. That's good. My daughter, I don't know if y'all can even tell, but my daughter actually bought me and uh, Randy a whole new little microphone setup for our podcast. It did. Hopefully it sounds good. Mine's clipped to my glasses. But it, it, the test runs that we did, it sounded pretty good. It did. So I'm happy about that. Yeah, so now we're able to just kind of chill out. Yes. We don't have to be up around the speaker the whole time. 
bright. It's glorious. I'm actually able to sit here in my recliner and just rock back and forth. I mean, you ain't got to be right up on the mic, you know, or nothing. Just be all comfortable. I could go pee-pee right now. But 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 don't do that. Yeah, I'm not going to. <laughs> but Randy picked our theme for this month. I did. For January. I did. And he has told me about this film since we started the podcast in 2020. And it is Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yes. This film came out in 1992, and it is categorized as horror, horror romance. It's it it gets to it turns into romancey. Yeah. Later on in the movie, but yeah, horror romance drama. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, this is my first time ever viewing the film. Randy, I guess you've seen this multiple times. I'm guessing. I, I watched it when I was a kid. My dad would watch it all the time. Yeah. So I remember watching it then. Uh, it's been probably that long since the last time I've seen it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's been a long time. Right on. And I really forgot how many high-profile actors and actresses are actually in the movie. Yeah. Like, I completely forgot that Carrie Elwes was in it. Well, look at there. You got your little... uh. Well, how about that? Ain't that cool? Yeah. But before we get into the film, um, did you did it still kind of live up to what you remembered? It it did story wise. Yeah. Now I told you I don't remember it being as theatrical. Yeah. As I remember it, or as I remember it, I don't remember it being like that. Right. Like the set and everything like that really had a theater vibe to it. Mm -hmm. Which I'm not gonna say it was a bad thing. It was just not what I remembered. Right, right. And maybe it's just one of those things like when I was a kid in the 90s, you know, it was a whole lot better than it is now graphically. Yeah, yeah. But I will say that the acting, a lot of the acting isn't what I remember it being or as good as I remember it being. I was just fixated. Was it worse or better or what? No, I, I don't I don't think it was worse. It's just as as I've gotten older. I don't know. Maybe my my idea of good acting has changed. Because, I mean, we've talked about movies that were a oh, good yeah. movie, but then bad acting. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. But, yeah, it, I, I don't I wouldn't say it's worse than I remember it, <clears throat> but I wouldn't say it's better than I remember. I'd say it's probably about even. I will say uh, that I've heard so much crap about Keanu Reeves' performance in this film. I didn't think he did bad. Mm, I never did think Keanu I'm, Reeves did a bad job. But I think it's mainly because so many people associate Keanu Reeves with Speed and Bill and Ted. and Now John Wick. Now John Wick. I mean, you look at Keanu Reeves now, and he's nothing like this Keanu Reeves. Well, and, and this is not a knock toward Keanu Reeves, because I would say my top three actors is Johnny Depp's number one. I love Stallone. And Keanu Reeves. But to be 100% real with you, Keanu Reeves is not a great actor. He's a good actor. He's a method actor. Yeah, he's not the greatest anyway. Not so either. I don't get, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand why. Because last night when I was telling my daughter about us going to watch this, you know, the first episode for 2024, we were doing this Dracula theme for the month. She was like, that's the one that everybody talks about. Keanu Reeves couldn't do the accent, need this and that. And I'm like, but to me, Keanu Reeves plays a heck of a uh, a badass in John Wick. Yeah. But you notice he don't have tons of lines. Yeah. See, and he plays the good, like Ted, he plays that role uh, 
perfect. Mm-hmm. But if you if anybody ever doubts how good of an actor Keanu Reeves is, then I dare you to watch Speed and tell me he wasn't a great actor in that. Oh yeah, and his acting in Speed reminded me a lot of the way he did his acting in this movie. It was just more low key. Yeah, with Speed he was just like a bam, 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 bam. Yeah, but the way he delivered lines in Speed remind me of the way he delivered lines in this one. Yeah, I so, can see that. Yeah, but and then of course, uh, you know what? Why don't we go ahead and why don't you go ahead and read the cast? Because because here we are talking about the cast anyway. Yeah. So we've got the one and only Gary Oldman is Count Dracula. We have Winona Ryder, which is uh, Mina Harker, who is also uh, Elizabetta, who was Count Dracula's lover at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keanu Reeves played Jonathan Harker. Anthony, the legendary yes. Sir Anthony Hopkins. Abraham Von Helsing. Sadie Frost played Lucy Westner. Monica Bellucci played one of the brides. But she looks really familiar. Anyway. And the great Carrie Elwise played Arthur Holmwood. Tom Waits played Renfield. Uh, Billy Campbell played Quincy Morris. Uh, Richard E. Grant was Dr. Jonathan or John Stewart. Yeah. And that's really all the big ones. Um, Michelle Brashu played another one of the brides. Ferona Kendrick played another one of the brides. And yeah, that's pretty much pretty much it. Right on. Yeah. I'll say my fa- what reason I had to read that cast is because my favorite of the entire film was Anthony Hopkins' character. Yeah. I just love how he was so nonchalant about stuff where they were like, did she suffer? And he's like, yeah, she suffered. Then we chopped her head off. (laughs) I'm like, it was almost like he took too much pleasure in what was going on. And that's one of the things I don't remember about the movie. I don't remember him being in like whenever he found out that it was Dracula. I don't remember him getting so excited and, and being almost like joyous about it. To me, it's like he didn't have any sympathy. No, huh? Yeah, I, I mean, I he that. had a job to do, and he did it. Yep, you know. But uh, if you want to go ahead and read uh, one of the summaries, man, go ahead and hit this up with that summary. Well, let's see, man. I got your summary. It's uh, in Bram Stoker's Dracula, Coppola returns to the original source of the Dracula myth, and from that gothic romance, he creates a modern masterpiece. Gary Oldman's metamorphosis of Drac as Dracula, who grows from old to young. From man to beast is nothing short of amazing. Winona Ryder brings equal intensity to the role of a young beauty who becomes the object of Dracula's devastating desire. Anthony Hopkins co-stars as the famed doctor who dares to believe in Dracula and then dares to confront him. So that's just kind of like a, a deep dive into it. And this is an actual little plot summary for you. This is the centuries-old vampire, Count Dracula, comes to England to seduce his baristers, barristers, baristers, barristers, <laughs> Jonathan Harker's fiance Mina Murray, and inflict havoc in the foreign land. Right on. So, yeah. All right. So that's Dracula in a nutshell. And I can't say I can't say Drac- Dracula. I gotta say Drac- Dracula. Dracula. Gotta put that Transylvania. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I don't know why, but it happened. Well, I'm sure I'm going to butcher our first episode because I read the plot, and you know me. These words right here, 
Which words? All these words. Well, it was words. <laughs> so, birds of words. Would you like to read the plot? I can read the plot. Yeah, let's change I, it up. I, I, I tell you, I'll read the plot since I picked the movie. Hey, hey there uh, you go. I'll, I'll read the plot. Right on. So, yeah. All right. So in 1462, Vlad Dracula returns from a victory in his campaign against the Ottoman Empire to find his beloved wife, Elisabetta, as has committed suicide after his enemies falsely reported his death. A priest of the Roman Orthodox Church tells him that his wife's soul is damned to hell for committing suicide. Enraged, Vlad desecrates the chapel and renounces the Christian God, declaring he will rise from the grave to avenge Elisabetta with all the powers of darkness. He then drives his sword into the chapel's stone cross and drinks the blood that pours from it, becoming a vampire. In 1897, solicitor Jonathan Harker takes the Transylvanian Count Dracula as a, as a client from his colleague, R.M. Renfield, who has gone insane and is now an inmate at Dr. Jack Stewart's asylum. Jonathan travels to Dracula's castle in Transylvania to arrange Dracula's estate acquisition in London. Jonathan meets Dracula, who finds a picture of his fiancée, Mina Murray, and believes she is a reincarnation of Elisabetta. Dracula leaves Jonathan to be fed upon his, by his brides while he sails to England with Transylvanian soil, taking up residence at Carfax Abbey. In London, Dracula hypnotically seduces and bites Mina's best friend, Lucy Westner, with whom Mina is staying while Jonathan is in Transylvania. Lucy's deteriorating health and behavioral changes prompt former suitors Quincy Morris and Dr. Stewart, along with her fiancé Arthur Holmwood, to summon Dr. Abraham Van Helsing, Stewart's mentor, who recognizes Lucy as being a victim of a vampire. Dracula, appearing young and handsome during the daylight, meets and charms Mina. Mina develops feelings for Dracula, accompanying him on several outings, when Mina receives word from Jonathan, who has escaped the castle and recovered at a convent, she travels to Romania to marry him. A heartbroken Dracula transforms Lucy into a vampire. Van Helsing, Homewood, Seward, and Morris kill the undead Lucy the following night. After he and Mina return to London, Jonathan and Van Helsing lead the others to Carfax Abbey, where they destroy the Count's boxes of soil. Dracula enters the asylum and kills Renfield for warning Mina of his presence. He visits Mina, who is staying at Seward's quarters in Seward's quarters, and confesses that he murdered Lucy and has been terrorizing Mina's friends. Though furious at first, Mina admits that she still loves him and remembers Elizabeth's previous life. At her instance, Dracula begins transforming her insistence. Sorry. At her insistence, Dracula begins transforming her into a vampire. The hunters burst into the bedroom and Dracula claims Mina as his bride before escaping. As Mina changes, Van Helsing hypnotizes her and learns her learns via her connection with Dracula that he is sailing home in his last remaining box. The hunters depart for Varna to intercept him, but Dracula reads Mina's mind and, and evades them. The hunters split up. Van Helsing and Mina travel to the Bargo Pass with and the castle while the others try to stop Romanian transporting Dracula. 
At night, Van Helsing and Mina are approached by Dracula's brides. Mina succumbs to their chanting and attempts <clears throat> to seduce Van Helsing and succeeds for a second. Mm-hmm. Before Mina can feed on his blood, Van Helsing places a communion wafer on her forehead. <laughs> That's what that was. A wafer thin mint. That's a wafer thin mint. Leaving a mark that slows her transformation. He surrounds them with a ring of fire to protect them from the brides, then kills the brides the following morning. Dracula, Dracula's carriages, Dracula's carriage arrives at the castle pursued by the hunters. A fight between the hunters and Romania and the Romanian ensues. Morris is fatally stabbed in the back and Dracula bursts from his coffin at sunset, now appearing as a monstrous monstrous <laughs> monstrous monstrous bat-like humanoid jonathan slits his throat with a curacari knife while morris stabs him in the heart van helsing and jonathan allow mina to retreat with the count in the chapel where he renounced god dracula lies dying he and mina share a kiss as the candles adorning the chapel light up and the cross repairs itself Dracula reverts to his younger self and asks Mina to give him peace. Mina thrusts the knife through his heart, and as he dies, the mark on her forehead disappears. She decapitates him and gazes up at the fresco of Vlad and Elisabetta ascending the, to heaven together, finally reunited. So they went to heaven? Dun, dun, dun. Technically, no. I mean, it's just a picture. That is all it was. Oh. Yeah. It was just like a painting, like Michelangelo's sister. Well, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much what it was. So, do you have the uh, like the Google information, like uh, what? Right, yeah, right, mm-hmm. right. Let's see. So, I got you. All right. So, this film came out in nineteen ninety two, and it's two hours and seven minutes long. It is rated R. It feels every bit of it. Yep. I never realized it was that long. Uh. IMDB gave it a 7.4 out of a 10. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 78%. And 84% of Google users liked this film. You know, this might be the only time where I'm like, Rotten Tomatoes ain't too far off. Yeah, yeah. So, with that being said, um, I've got to say, man, for the first time viewing it, uh, I'm kind of like... Like what you said, I didn't really think there was a weak actor or actress in the entire film. Yeah, it, the acting is more dramatic than I remember it being. Yeah. But not in a bad way. Like, it fits the setting the way they have everything set up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to me, it's it's got a really big theater feel to it. The thing that I'll say about this that I, that I feel is, okay, this film came out in 92. Which I, I knew it was older, but I didn't realize it was that much older. Yeah. So what was that? Twenty two years ago. Twenty one years. Yeah, right at twenty two years ago. Yeah. No, thirty two years ago. Oh, gang, we're old. Don't say that. I know. Oh, you broke Ow. my heart. My heart hurts. <laughs> it hurts. You left arm. You left arm ain't hurting, is it? No, no, no. No, it's good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's just heartburn. It's just yeah. Um, indigestion. But I will say. Like I said, this is my first time viewing it. I didn't feel like the film was that old. Mm-mm. The only reason I knew it was older is because everybody was so much younger. Yeah. But as far as the picture quality and the designs and stuff, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like somebody would watch it and be like, oh, man, this is a cheese. No, I, you know. There were certain scenes where graphically you could tell 
that yeah. it was an older movie. But in the setting and the, the way they had everything set up and the way they did some of the camera shots, yeah, it kind of just blended in. Yeah. Like there was one instance where they showed a strike of lightning behind it and it just looked like a picture of lightning popped up and then went away. It didn't look like lightning. Okay. I didn't catch on that, I guess. But the aesthetics of the set itself yeah. kind of matched it. I, so, I mean, they had some great shots through the whole movie. Yeah, they the, they really did. There was a shot of the carriage at night in the mm. blue sky behind it. Like the night, like a midnight blue sky. Mm-hmm. It was a great shot. And then some of the uh, some of the up close shots of Dracula's face, yeah, on point. Um, the girl that was friends with Winona Ryder was her name Lucy in the movie. Yep, that girl got paid to pretty much show a tit and moan the entire. Film. I was gonna say most of her lines were just her moaning. Yeah, yeah. Like I wonder how uncomfortable that was for her. Oh, I mean, she was a hoe in the movie. Oh, well, yeah, but still, I'm like... <laughs> yeah. Big hoe. But, uh... You got anything else you want to discuss before we get into the scale? I'm... I'm not saying that this movie was worse than I remember it, because it wasn't. Yeah. Um, Let me ask you, was it what you were expecting? Being as you, this is your first time I've ever seeing it, and I, me and your wife have already told you that we both like the movie. Yeah. So, knowing that this was a Dracula vampire movie, was it anything like you expected? This is going to sound like a real douche nugget for me saying this, but how much you and Carolyn has praised it, yes, it was exactly what I thought it would be. Is it really? Yes. Is it all because I like Interview with a Vampire? Yes. (laughs) And I know what type of movies Carolyn liked to watch. Yeah. So, yes, it was... uh, exactly what i figured it was going to be so we'll get more i was gonna say i'm ready to get to the scale now (laughs) now i'm trying to figure out what you mean so i'll do this i'll do my scale first but before we do the scale man uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we will be right back what's up everybody i'm brad aka Morad, and i hope you come check out my gaming gourmet podcast where i bring you real gamers with real experiences in fake worlds we're gonna have a blast and hopefully crack a few laughs along the way doing game reviews discussions and of course a little competition never hurt anyone to top it off we're throwing food in the mix to make the conversation even more spicy so grab your controllers bring a snack and come join the fun at be more rad's gaming gourmet podcast until next time keep gaming and stay rad All right, and we're back. So that was our buddy, Be More Rad. Did we go anywhere? Man, I just sat right on this recliner and enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah, we just kind of <laughs> chilled out. But yeah, be sure to check out uh, Be More Rad's Gaming Gourmet podcast. Available anywhere you listen to podcasts. I believe his latest episode is All Things Fortnite. Which I know that means nothing to you. Mm, yep. But yeah. <laughs> but I do support the podcast. I still listen yeah. to it, even though I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> I'm not a gamer. I'm, I'm a, not a Fortnite fan. I just know what it is. I'm a movie buff. Yeah. But that being said, I guess it is time for our very first 2024. Wait a minute. We need a drum roll. We don't have any drums. That was terrible. 
No, that was even worse. Yep. So that was trash. Uh, I strike that reverse. I guess it is now time for the 2024 first ever pull and scale. 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 Our dogs are lit. Well, one of my dogs is like, what the heck's going on? I was like, I don't understand. The other one's just snoring. <laughs> That's why I moved the microphone away a while ago. Because <laughs> I was like, man, she's snoring awful hard over here. She see, gone. see if y'all can hear my dog snoring. No, now she's awake. Tell's wagging. No, still here going. She's just breathing. Oh, oh, she's stretching now. Yep. We're doing commentary on our first podcast <laughs> of 2024 about my dog stretching. Uh-huh. But anyway, I'll go first, man. Do it. Okay, let's hear it. Um, I would you you want me to do like a pros and cons things, or you want me to just however you feel it. All right, man. I'll say this: I really liked the music in this film. I feel like they stuck to like some of the traditional Universal music. Uh, I don't know if you caught on to that or not, but like there were certain scenes that. It was like the violins and stuff would start coming in, and and what made me think of was Bella Lugosi's Dracula. Yeah, uh, I thought that was pretty unique that they uh, that they kept kind of like a little tra- uh, Dracula tradition, in my opinion, a monster film. Yeah, it made it feel like really old. It had a lot of organs and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anthony Hopkins, I loved his character. How he was just so nonchalant in the film, and he was determined to do something, and he accomplished it. Uh, I didn't feel like there was any idiots in the film. Like, none of their characters were stupid where they got themselves killed. Yeah. Um, I thought the acting was really good. I did. Um, my The picture, as far as the background scenes, the lighting, like there was a scene where they're in the chariot, and I can't remember if the sky is purple or blue shining behind it. But that was one of the first scenes that even me and you both were like, that's a great shot. Yeah. Um, I don't, they, uh, who directed it? Um, yeah. It was Francis Coppola? Copia? Yeah. I, if he's the one that got all the pictures and stuff and the backgrounds the way he wanted it, I thought he did a good job on it. Yeah. Um, I really thought that, um, Gary Oldman did a, a great Dracula. I wouldn't, I did not like when he was becoming like, it looked like a beast. Yeah. I, to me, that did not fit at all. Uh, that was one of the downfalls, I would say, in the film that I was like, eh, to me, that was kind of stupid. Yeah, it was, I mean, I, I get the, the story behind Dracula being a beast, but to me, it was too much like, too much of a werewolf. Well, that's why I asked you, I was like, is he a wolf now? And, <sighs> and I'm guessing he was just an overgrown bat. Yeah, pretty much. That's what that's what the the facial features had the bat facial features. Yeah, but then he had the body of the werewolf. Exactly. I yeah. didn't I didn't care for that. And normally when I think of Dracula, I don't see why he wouldn't seduce like the redheaded girl Lucy. Yeah. You know when she was going toward him and he was the wolf yeah. or well, not the wolf but the big bat. My I always picture Dracula as the handsome charmer. They went the exact opposite with it. Yeah, it was almost like because he was howling in that garden, mm-hmm. and she was like, like she was going towards the howling. Yeah, and it's almost like he was seducing her with the howling. 
Exactly. To, and I even told you, this is one of those, this is the movie that to me has one of the most unnecessary and weirdest sex scenes. Yeah. When she's laying on that stone and then he's over there as the beast and they're just going at it. Well, it wasn't like it was. A, and it wasn't like a, a graphic sex, scene. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was just weird. And for me, out of place. Well, when you see, and I don't think it was out of place. As him as the beast is there for you me go. what takes it out of place. Okay. If it would have been go. him in human form, it would have been completely different. Okay, yeah, I get that because when you said this is it, I was like, "He, dude, he's seducing her." What are yeah. you talking about? Like, yeah. but right. I get what you're saying now. Yeah. As the beast, because I'm, I'm with you. The beast just kind of. But now I'll get to the point that you were wanting. You said I'm ready to hear what you're saying. When I said it was exactly what you and Carolyn described, and I was like, "Yeah, I, I pictured it." When it first started, I had no idea what they were saying. Oh, yeah. that old timey language. Yeah, I was lost. If I start asking you questions like I did in this film about, now did he yeah. do that? Okay, yeah. Did he say that? That's because I'm not understanding what's going on. Right. You and Carolyn have a much better appreciation for films like that. Right. Um. I will say that if the film was an hour and a half, it would have been better. The two hours and seven minutes, I started getting on my phone to literally try not to uh fall asleep yeah and maybe it was just because i'm comfortable in my recliner watching it but it was like this is interview with the vampire to me it's a really slow burn yes and like a really 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 slow burn i don't remember what i gave interview with the vampire but i did like this film better than interview yeah. the vampire uh but and how the romance was and how uh, just the designs. That's where I was like, "Yes, this is exactly what Randy and Carolyn would like." Yeah, because I felt like I was watching a Broadway show. That's what, and that's really what it feels like. It, it does. feels like a theater production as a movie, and there is nothing wrong with that whatsoever. No, but I could literally picture you and Carolyn going watching this <laughs> at a Broadway show, even if it was four hours long. Y'all would sit two hours do a 30 minute intermission and y'all would go right back in and both y'all would be just fine in a heartbeat where me and your wife would sit there with y'all and oh, we yeah. would be halfway gone. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now <laughs> you did say that when he was crawling on the outside of the building, uh huh, you did make the comment that you would go see this at Broadway. Exactly. Now, whether or not you would sit there not for four hours for four hours is another, another story, but well, as a, as a Broadway production, I think it would be really cool to see. What changed my mind on Broadway productions was several years back, me and Carolyn and the kids went and watched Wizard of Oz in Memphis. And it was so amazing how they did everything in this theater that made yeah. you feel like you were watching an actual film. And I've told you, if if Sweeney Todd ever comes around in our area, we're, I want to watch it. Yeah, we're going. So, and that's what I was going to say. I'm not hating at all about it looking like a theater because right. it's not the same Dracula movie that I've seen a thousand times. Right. Uh, you look at Bella Lugosi's Dracula, and I'll be one hundred percent honest with you. And we review it. I know people's gonna be like, "What?" To me, that's not a great movie. Yeah, I get bored with it. The Lost Boys is not one of my favorite movies. So many people talk about how good The Lost Boys is. I do like The Lost Boys. Um, Nosferatu. That's probably my favorite vampire movie. Yeah. Interview with a Vampire. I did not like mm -hmm. this one. I did enjoy, but there's five movies I just named and they're all completely different. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's the thing is you could take a Dracula and make it your own. And I feel like that's what this guy did. Oh, there's so many adaptations of Dracula. There's, I mean, there's adaptations of Vlad the Impaler and Vlad the Impaler, yeah. who is actually who becomes Dracula. And then there's there's a movie about Vlad where he's not even a vampire until the end of the movie. Mm. Like, it's just a story of Vlad the Impaler. Gotcha. Um, but yeah. But no, yeah, there's, there's way, way too many adaptations for you to be bored with the Dracula. Yeah, it's almost like the Joker. Who's your favorite? You know, there's so many all different. Exactly. (laughs) But that we can all agree that Jared Leto's Joker was trash (laughs) bad. But no, but that being said, um, my favorite, there's two shots that stuck out to me that I was like, that is bad to the bone. And if I could ever find a poster for it, I would. Is when she gets married to Keanu Reeves and they're getting in the horse and buggy and he sees the count looking at him. Yeah. The way the he ain't even got his glasses on the count. The way he's got that top hat, his hair down, he's just staring. That was a cool visual. And then at the end, when he seduces and he finally uh, bites Winona Ryder's neck, and he looks like that big, huge bat thing, mm-hmm. whatever, no, whatever he was. And they're like, uh, "Keep him in the light." And as he's backing into the darkness, his eyes are showing. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was when he goes into that little cabinet and then the light comes in and the, the rats are all there and they just fall. I'm like, uh, yeah, that was cool. That was, that was nice. Okay. So the overall rating for me is, uh, I'm going to give this film a thumbs up and it's, it is for the unique style that this film was made. I feel like this is a one-time watch. Um, I wouldn't necessarily add it to your collection, even though I have it on Voodoo, but that's because my wife likes to film. Uh, I would probably never watch it again unless somebody just straight up, like if I came in the living room and Carolyn was watching it, I, I could sit through it. Yeah. But it was a slow burn for me. It'd be one of those movies that you would sit there, pay t- more attention to your phone. Yeah. While somebody else was watching it for the first time. Yeah. It would, it'd be one of those, if I come in here, Carolyn's watching, I wouldn't be like, Oh, this one again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now interview with the vampire. I walk out. I'm like, <laughs> uh, and I'm going to give it. Randy, man, I got two grades. Uh... I'm going to give it a C plus. Okay. And I, and I, and that is not, I'm trying not to hate on the movie because I because I didn't hate the movie. Yeah, it's just man, you've heard it. You've heard me say it about a lot of Dracula movies, vampire movies. I that's just something I'm not into. Yeah, but like I said, no, it was different. It kept my attention. It, but it's it's more of your style. Yeah. So and and Dracula is one of those you have to be into the lore of Dracula to actually enjoy a Dracula movie. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I mean, it, it to actually love a Dracula movie. You have to know more about it and be more into it. And you know, some people just aren't into like Dracula movies or in vampire or, you know, I mean, cause there's zombie movies. I'm not a big zombie movie guy. Right. But there's certain like Dawn of the Dead, one of my favorite zombie, zombie movies. Perfect example. I'm a huge King Kong and Godzilla fan. Yeah. And the other day I was sitting here talking to you off about the history of Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And I even brought some light to you about Godzilla. You're like, wow. I yeah, that I had that. no idea about. Yeah. But it's, just, and then I can talk to people and they're like, eh, they're all right. Yeah. So I like the cheesiness and go back and right. watch it. And some people don't. But yeah, like I said, man, uh, I'm not disappointed that we reviewed the movie. 
like I said, I mean, I would never say, oh, this is a waste of my time. Yeah. But like I said, yeah, it's another adaptation of a Dracula. And I will say that I preferred this one so far because I really, excuse me, I really like the younger look with the top hat. I thought that was, I thought it was cool. I just didn't know it was going to be so much romance. And it's more romance than I remember it being. I knew there was romance in it. Yeah. But it got a lot deeper than I remember. Because like I said, I haven't seen this since I was a kid. Um, so it's actually a higher grade than I expect you to give it. <laughs> like I thought at most it was going to be a thumbs in the middle okay. for you. And then a C minus. <laughs> that's I, or, Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I thought you were going for. Gotcha. So I ain't mad at you. Okay. Um, <laughs> Good. Now, interview with the vampire is a different story. But anyway, <laughs> trash. <laughs> uh, for me, I can't say that the movie's better than I remember. It's not worse than I remember. Mm-hmm. Other than, like, there's certain aspects of it that I just don't remember. Like, I remember the movie and the plot and all that kind of stuff. And I've watched a lot of vampire movies and a lot of Dracula movies and a lot of Vlad the Impaler movies. That I got a, I, it's probably one of those I got more of an appreciation for Dracula than you do. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this. I like this story. Yeah, and I think what for, for me what sets this over the edge and is what I kind of told you when we got done watching it. I forget how many star-studded characters there are in this movie. Anthony Hopkins, Gary Oldman, Keanu Reeves, Carrie Elwes. No, you don't like her. Winona Ryder. Uh, hold on. I didn't say I didn't nah, like nah, her. She's just ugly. You said you her. Golly! <laughs> I, just, I just said I've never seen why people think she's attractive. Yeah. Because yeah. I love her in uh, Stranger Things and Beetlejuice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they all work together. The biggest, I don't know, the biggest thing to me that stands out as does not fit mm-hmm. is Quincy, the dude from Texas. Yeah. To me, that just makes no sense whatsoever. It's just like he's there as the third musketeer. The one that died at the end? Yeah, because it was him. Yeah. Homewood and um I thought you fixed that homeboy. No. Nah, homeward Homewood, Homewood, whatever it is. And then the doctor. Those three guys that were going for Lucy. Mm-hmm. He's the one that does not fit. Like they're in London. What's he doing from Texas? Yeah. To me, that character makes no sense. Other than that, all the characters for me gelled well together. Mm-hmm. Carrie L. Wise had a princess bride feel to him you know <laughs> okay uh, just just the way he was like an aristocratic kind of guy you know yeah um but the two the old dracula the old gary elwise and then the young dracula are two for me the most iconic characters from the movie and you get some of the most iconic shots from them in the movie when you first see the young dracula walking through town and he's got those purple glasses on, and he's looking down over the glasses at her. That shot, boy, I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. That's a cool dude right there. Yeah. And then the uh, the shot a little bit before that, before he makes his way overseas, when he's the old Dracula and Keanu Reeves is getting molested by the brides, mm-hmm. when he's just sitting there laughing. Yeah. That's a great shot for me. Um, I'm like you. I love the music. Because it's got that old Transylvania feel to it. Yep. Um, and it's one of those things, I don't I don't know if I just forgot about it or whatever, but being, I like theater type movies. So 
I liked that aspect of it. Like, I liked the fact that it had the theater kind of, it looked like somebody put the set together instead of making a set. They just kind of pieced it together like you would on stage. Yeah. And a lot of it looked that way. There were shots with the train where you could tell that it was a toy train and it was over like a model mountain. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it looked good. I I thought it fit, you know? Um, the shot with the carriage at night that you were talking about, it's a great shot. Oh, yeah. I love it. There was a lot of really good camera shots in the movie. I, I will say I, I did like that. Um, but overall, I'm like you. The acting didn't bother me one bit. Um, I do agree that I feel like this movie should have been about an hour and a half. I, I, I do feel like I, this is a slow burn. Yeah. Slow burn. And there were times where I liked the movie. I really do like the movie. But then there were times where I was just like, I was over here catching myself nodding off. I'm like, man, this is a long movie. <laughs> yeah. And then I remember looking at you and I'm thinking, man, this movie's got to be about over. What, how, how much longer has it got? 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, what the crap? When you shook your head when I said 20 minutes, yeah. I was like, yeah, he's getting ready to. Yeah, I was just like, dang, I don't remember that being that long. And I love some long movies, man. And I can sit through a lot of long movies. Yeah. But it, ha- it has to keep it going. It has to keep my attention. This was a slow-paced movie. See, and I don't see how you say that about this, but then you love Interview with the Vampire. Because Interview with the Vampire was terrible. Because there's a lot more going on in Interview with the Vampire. Anyway, mm. we're not going to get into that because I'll punch you in the face. Yeah, Tom Cruise moaning. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Okay. I recommend the movie. Uh, I think you ought to watch it. If you like vampires, you got to thank for Vlad. Put it in your collection. Um it's not one of those movies I can sit down and watch all the time. Mm-hmm. It's one of those movies where somebody's like, hey, I've never seen that movie. It's like, oh, hey, we need to watch it one day. I'm not going to jump at the chance to <laughs> put it in and watch it with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but uh, I definitely recommend it. Add it to your collection if you're a collector. And I'm going to give it a solid B. Okay. I'm going to give it a solid B. So we actually ain't too far We're off. We're not too far off. That's why I was kind of surprised when you went with the plus. Okay. When you went with the plus, I was like, we're closer than I thought we were going to be. Right. Well, that's cool. So, yeah. Well, good deal, man. Like I said. Um, so, the big question real quick. Uh, on our next episode, we've been talking about doing Dracula Dead and Loving It. Yeah. Is that the one we are going to do? Or are we doing Nosferatu? Because you mentioned that one while ago. We did. We did mention Nosferatu. So how do you want to do it, man? Do you, this month is dedicated to Dracula. So do we want to do the original Nosferatu or I do w- we want to do Dracula Dead and Love? You, I want to watch Dracula because you've never seen Dracula. No. Or Dead and Loving It. I want to watch that one with you. Okay. So, I mean. I think the original, I think we ought to throw it in as a bonus episode. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> oh, dang. Dang, then you must really want to do this. I, I, I do want to watch Dracula Dead and Loving It, but okay. I don't feel I don't think you can do a Dracula month without doing Nosferatu. Okay, I got you. Okay, so you heard it there. Randy must really want to do it because Randy never says anything about bonus episodes. I do. I know it's weird, but we both like Leslie Nelson, and he's Dracula. So exactly, I didn't know Mel Brooks did this too. Exactly. That's that's why. Okay, so our next episode is going to be, it is titled Horror Comedy, right? 
it here, let me get you an official you know little thing it is classified as parody slapstick vampire horror okay comedy fantasy horror there we go that's all that imdb has it listed okay so we are going to be doing dracula dead and loving it there's nothing scary about this movie <laughs> and which he's one of he's a great actor i love oh, him yeah. from he's, the naked gun films yep. and uh creep show something to tide you over yep and then we'll do a bonus episode of the original nosferatu which i can't wait for that because i really enjoy that film too yeah so yeah, I'm like you, man. You can't have a Dracula month. Yeah, I almost wanted to say do Bela Lugosi because I've never seen it. Really? Yeah, but we'll pick a we'll, one month. We'll pick the classic because we did Bride of Frankenstein. You know, we yep. did the random. Yep. Which this year I want to do more randoms and your we'll suggestions. And yeah, we'll do. Which I've got a couple suggestions already that we'll do. We'll cool. announce them later. But. uh yeah, we need to pick a like a universal month, and we could do monster movies like Dracula or and the Creature from the Black Lagoon or something like that. You know, Wolfman. Did you did know that there is a uh, Wolfman versus Dracula, right? Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. But that'd, that'd be cool. But uh, man, we were just talking about the scenes, and there was something uh, you said that you really liked about. Um. That's what I was going to say. When you said that he was old and he was watching the women seduce him, I know you don't watch Star Wars, but man, he looked like the main bad guy on the Star Wars films. It's always like, join the dark side. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Is the Emperor, I think. Uh, yeah. I, but that's what I he know what you're talking about. That's who he reminded me of so bad in that. There was one shot where it was just his face on the, and the screen was squeezed yes. together. That's, yeah. He looked like Zordon. From Power See, Rangers. Uh-uh, that's where <laughs> that's where I was like, hey, look, it's the Emperor from Star Wars. I was just picturing him going, yes. No, I seen that, and I was like, Rangers! <laughs> First name popped in my head. Well, all right. Well, as always, uh, you can catch us on Facebook. All of our social media is... Facebook is Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. Our Instagram is Small Town Horror Johnny underscore Randy. Now we have a TikTok. And our handle is at Small Town Horror Podcast. And you can catch us on X or Twitter, whichever one you prefer to call it. And our handle is at Small T Horror Pod. And always we're available on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Breaker. Anywhere you get your podcast. Yeah, ex- uh, except for Pandora. Somebody asked me about that the other day. We are not on Pandora. Pandora. Yeah, I ain't heard that in a long time. I ain't either. But, hmm. but we're available everywhere else. There you go. So, anyway, we hope you enjoyed this first episode of 2024. And we're excited and can't wait to actually figure out what we're going to be doing the rest of the year. I do know, I believe February, isn't it February that is uh, Mardi Gras in New Orleans? I think it's February, March. Uh, me and Randy has been talking about doing the Hatchet series. Because that's, you know, the first one's around, uh, it's based around Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. But uh, Randy has seen the first Hatchet and said he really yeah. dug it. I thought it was cool. So, and I, and that's one of my favorite series now. So, like, like I mean, it's right up to me. The Hatchet series is right up there with Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Scream. Holy crap. Like, I, I think you'll really dig it. Because you'll appreciate the... 80s B-rated movies. Going into it, knowing I, what you're knowing getting. that I'm going into it, and it's supposed to be a B-rated horror movie. Exactly, it makes a big difference. 
they are not trying to be like, oh, we're going to recreate like a Halloween. No, they're no. they set out to make a fun but horrific film, like scaring, you know, and stuff. Yeah. So it's cool. But with that being said, uh, we got anything else you want to say before we sign off? I don't think so. All right. Well, as always, remember to stay scared. Stay spooky. Thank <laughs> you.